Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining me on uh, today's episode. It's Huba Katoon. She's with the Canadian Food Innovation Network. And uh, I'm really excited to talk to her about uh, all things food and ag tech here today and, and how that rolls into the work that we're doing uh, in economic development. So, uh, you know, uh, Huba is a leader in this area uh, based out of Calgary. And I've had the pleasure of working with her in the past, so it's it's really exciting for me to have her on today's show. I'm going to just start off by uh, letting everybody know a little bit more about Huba and and what her background is. Uh, but uh, here we go. Here's here's Huba. She's going to tell us a little bit about herself and uh, and and the things that she's doing these days. Thanks, Paul, for inviting me to your podcast. I'm uh, very happy to be here. So. Sharing a little bit about who I am, my name is Huba Fadun. I'm the Regional Innovation Director at the Canadian Food Innovation Network. We are a national not-for-profit. We're about a year old, so technically we're a startup. Um, but what's exciting is that uh, we uh, support and stimulate uh, transformative and transferable innovation across the Canadian food sector. Most of the work that we do in providing connectivity and in providing funding to companies is post farm gate. So we bring out fresh ideas, fresh insights, fresh technologies to really help companies in the food space, elevate their business and uh, increase their innovation capacity. Oh, that's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, Uba. Could you tell me a little bit more about how you got connected to the Food Innovation Network and sort of what that path was like for you? Yeah, for sure. I'd love to share more. So you know, this landscape is a little bit different. There's so many people in Canada um, that have great ideas and great, uh, great ways that they can kind of, you know, advance on their experiences in the food sector. But unfortunately, um, they're, they're not well connected because Canada is physically large. Because we see, you know, the more regionalized ecosystems that sometimes are tough to get across. So this is one of the areas that I was looking into when I, um, you know, stumbled upon Dana McCauley, who's the chief experience officer at uh, the Canadian Food Innovation Network. Um, and we both decided it would be a good opportunity for me to work together in, in the prairies. So my focus is especially in prairies provinces in Alberta, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan. And it's so great to help companies learn about what are the assets and experiences that make collaboration more fruitful for them in the food space. Yeah, I mean, there really are so many different things happening in food innovation, and you're seeing all kinds of different things happening, whether it's in uh, rural areas in Western Canada, or even in some cases, uh, you know, the proliferation of uh, vertical farms and other opportunities in urban centers for for food innovation. So that's that's so awesome that, that you're involved in that network and really driving a lot of the opportunities that are out there. One of the things I was really curious about is some of the exciting work that you're doing, like specifically, if there are any projects that stand out that you want us to know about. Yeah, for sure. So, Paul, what's exciting is that for, for the one year that we've been active, we've actually funded more than $6.8 million in projects for food companies across Canada. And we do that through three of our funding programs. So we have a funding program called Food Innovation Challenge, one called mm -hmm. Innovation Booster, and the latest one that's actually uh, going to be showcased in Ottawa in February next year uh, is called Food Tech Next. And it's so exciting working with companies on collaborative industry projects, 
or SME-led innovations, or even working with early stage tech companies that are seeking to uh, demo their solutions in the food industry. So these are the three very, very exciting funding opportunities that are on, on, on our radar, and I'm super pumped to be working with Prairie companies on them. Would you be able to share any uh, companies specifically that you've dealt with that are really good examples? Yeah, for sure. So just recently, we actually uh, announced our innovation booster funding. So we funded over $500,000 into six projects through our innovation booster funding. Uh, they're all across Canada. Uh, some of them are the, that are really interested in, in those that uh, advanced technology needed to streamline the management of reusable food packaging um, or companies like Reddish uh, that help small and medium restaurants reduce food waste. Um, it also helps them optimize their costs. Uh, we've also funded a company called Escarpment Laboratories. They produce Canada's first commercial Koji cultures. So it's, it's, it's an exciting time for the food industry in Canada. There's so many different novel ingredients coming our way, so many different hardware, software, and services technologies that can be implemented into the foodscape, food landscape. Robotics is a significant one, and, and automation is a significant one as well. And, you know, we're, we're happy to work with companies on, on those areas. We're also looking into a lot of companies that are working on food safety and traceability. It's a great time. You know, and along with uh, the three funding models that we're focused on, we're actually looking to expand on those models next year. So starting February uh, all the way up to December of next year, we will launch different calls for proposals and different themes within those calls where we can support food and technology companies in advancing their innovation through those funding programs. Do you see those, Huba, being targeted mostly to new business uh, opportunities or are these more generally tied into companies that maybe have already started and they want to get uh, sort of an after boost to the work that they're doing to give them an extra jolt uh, moving forward? Yeah, that's a great question, Paul. Um, so the way that our programs are designed is to help companies on all levels. So, for example, the innovation, Food Innovation Challenge is focused on projects that are between $1 million to $4 million. And their goal is to be more transformational, widespread, and benefit the industry in general. So a lot of the companies that come to us for funding like for those projects would be companies that act as a primary applicant, but they're working with other, other organizations and service providers like post-secondary institutions or support organizations. So they're relatively more established companies. They have a, a few years of cash flows. They're now, you know, starting to commercialize or have commercialized or starting to expand. So that, that, that's usually kind of where the companies fall under in the, in the food innovation challenge. Well, that's now, good. Yeah, for sure. Then, then through the innovation booster program, it's, it's mostly SME-led collaborations. So mm -hmm. SMEs that want to accelerate their food innovation performance or they want to, you know, innovate and, and have a, a breakthrough food innovation opportunities. So we pay up to two hundred thousand, have up to a hundred thousand dollars for a project that's up to two hundred thousand, and that's for those companies. And yeah. then the final play on food tech next is for mainly tech companies. They're early stage tech companies. They may have a year or two of cash flows. But they have great ideas for application into the food sector. They're not primarily food industries. 
So the goal through three funding models is to serve all ranges of companies in, in their growth. That's great. You know, it's interesting because when, you know, I started thinking about food innovation, it's not something automatically that I think about in terms of some of the examples that you talked about in robotics and, you know, some of the software applications and those kinds of things. And in many cases, we're talking about startups and you mentioned small and medium uh, enterprise businesses that are kind of just getting into the game or they're, uh, you know, trying to get to that next level. So it's great to see that there's a range out there and there's a focus on driving that innovation throughout the ecosystem. Let's see how, if you were going to say that there are certain opportunities, maybe in your crystal ball for communities across Western Canada, do you see any trends or opportunities out there that you think would be worth giving some consideration in in the next couple of years? Yeah, for sure. You know, what I've noticed, and I'm six months into into this role and into this organization, and and this is a new sector for me. uh, But what I've noticed is that there are so many smart people in Canada who have great ideas for improving food through innovation. Um, but we know entrepreneurs often struggle to find partners and resources and funds um, that they can use to bring those ideas to market. So when it comes to that, uh, we have a, an online connector platform called Yodel, Y-O-D-L, um, mm-hmm. It's like LinkedIn, but the initial purpose of that platform is to support organizations with connectivity, with learning about new ideas, participating, identifying, and really accessing mentorship and resources. That's a great platform for companies to use in in advancing uh, to kind of where they want to get to. But also, we're seeing so many trends. Alternative protein is a significant one that we are seeing a lot of companies and, and, you know, most of these things are actually from consumer demand. Consumers now want quality, they want accessibility, they want traceability. They have great interest in food security, in local production, in healthier outcomes, uh, and in low environmental impacts. So what we're seeing is companies are actually being more cognizant about driving towards tech innovations in the food space. And they're looking to become more sustainable. They're looking to become more uh, advanced in their automation and food processing. They're looking to bring traceability into their elements. They're looking at food as medicine and also even next generation food and drinks like liquid collagen or microbiome, very unique products that are can be considered superfoods for consumers. Yeah, I mean, and it Sounds like Yodel as a platform is a great way for people across Western Canada in particular to, you know, connect with other people that are trying to get things done. And, you know, I think that's half the battle when you're talking about startups and starting a new business is the more people you can find that you can bounce ideas off of or that have certain expertise in certain areas can really help move things forward. It really levels the playing field for my perspective uh, for smaller communities that have people that want to do things, but they really don't have someone locally that they can work with directly in that way. Absolutely. You know, at CFIN, we've set out to create ways to help the food industry collaborate on a national scale. So what we did was we've actually designed a hybrid approach that blends digital technology with human interaction. And we did that because we heard from a focus group from our members who highlighted these as potential solutions. So our solution is simple. We've 
we have regional innovation directors. They're established all over Canada. I'm the regional innovation director for Prairies. We have one, Lavina Gully in BC. We have uh, Linda Fox in Ontario. Julie Degley is in Quebec. And then Tyson McInnes is in Atlantic. So we've established, uh, you know, this, this sort of a network of regional innovation directors. But mm-hmm. also uh, what we've done is we've created Yodel, the digital platform for simple connectivity. It's free for all. It's basically like LinkedIn for the food sector. And it's yeah. incredible for networking, for learning about funding, for learning about opportunities, and for really collaborating. You know, uh, things that comes up when I talk to uh, smaller communities is importance of having access to the internet and, and a good quality internet service. So this just underscores how important that is. But it's great to see that that platform, you, it's not just Western Canada, it's it's Canada-wide. And you, you may have ideas or you maybe you uh, have connections that are out of province or whatever that you can kind of uh, connect with uh, using the, the Yodel platform and then and then move things forward on that basis. So so that's that's great to see and and create so many opportunities. You know, one of the things I was thinking as well is I always like to, uh, if I'm talking to someone like yourself who put you in the position to wave your magic wand and and then sort of, if you were sitting back and you could see a few things happening and creating opportunities that you didn't, you wouldn't have to do all the heavy lifting for. Is there anything that you would want to see after that? Uh, is there anything kind of emerging that you think? is is going to be really exciting, like a specific example. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for asking that, Paul. You know, I can already envision what I want to see, and it's greater collaboration in the food space. I, I believe collaboration itself is facilitated through activities, meetups, events, member-to-member connections. And we see that happening already in the food space, especially on Yodel. Great news is it's working. We've got 2,100-plus members. It's only five months old. And hundreds of them are using Yodel to discuss ideas, find partners, and solve their innovation problems. But if I were to wave a magic wand, I would really work with the companies to advance this collaboration. I think that there's magic that happens. And let me give you an example. Uh, The food food sector is connected so well with other industries. Um, There's one example that I think about and I I share often is is an Alberta favorite company, Autobotics. Now, they're a transportation and logistics company, but their collaboration with someone like Gordon Foods is turned out to be an enormous, enormous efficiency advantage. They create staggered warehouses that can be used to store food and produce. It saves costs, it saves labor, it saves real estate space. Um, and it's just such an efficient way to bring about a few, you know, a few organizations together to to form more efficiency. So I've noticed that collaborations can really work wonders and, 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 you know, we provide funding to be able to inject money in those innovative plot, uh, innovative projects and collaborative projects to bring them that momentum up. So it really are, is an exciting time. For sure. And I, you know, I have to say that uh, Adabotics is just uh, the po- the poster child really for robotics in Canada from my perspective and it's so cool to see them uh, and what they're doing in Calgary and it's so cool to see it connecting back to the uh, the food tech sector as well so you know a lot of their the things they're doing I know are uh, you could say industry agnostic in a sense but because everything uh, connects back to 
uh, moving things from point A to point B. And that's what they specialize in doing. So really doesn't matter what the product is. And, and I guess you could argue that that's uh, part of the logistics value chain that they, they are so important to. Yeah. So what would you say, I guess, is it like to be part of the ag tech and food innovation ecosystem compared to some of the things that you've done in the past? That's a good question, Paul. I, you know, this is such a dynamic industry. There's so many great ideas coming. Everyone's super pumped here. And, uh, it's, you know, when you look at Alberta, Manitoba and Saskatchewan, just the prairies region itself, we've been so, so well present and so anchored in the, in the agriculture side of things. We have a direct access to a strong agriculture base. And we're well connected with peer collaborations across geographic areas. The institutions are working really well with each other. Industries and research and training institutions are working really well. So, you know, in this ecosystem, uh, the prairies really is a hot spot for Canadian and global food and technology suppliers. So I see great momentum. And I know that companies are now starting to recognize the value and downstream value add in food. So there really is a lot of momentum. It's, it's an exciting time to be in the food sector. Definitely. And I think when I look around, some familiarity with the startup scene in Calgary uh, in the past, but you do see a lot of food-related startups that are forming. And so it's great that they have specific mentorship and, and program support that they can get things off the ground across Canada. So Let's just pretend that uh, I showed up uh, in your office, uh, not not necessarily a Zoom office, mind you, and I had a, an idea that I wanted to work on. What would the process look like, Kuba, if, if, if it landed on your desk or I, I sat down with you in your office and I had this great uh, food tech idea that I wanted to, to push forward, but I really didn't know where to start? Absolutely. Um, one of the benefits that we have of having regional innovation directors across Canada is that, you know, you can ask us to stand up and, you know, share more about what we do. So we are so well connected across Canada. And what we do is we can help you soundboard a funding application concept, can help you identify the right partners. Uh, we can help you locate relevant resources and also just connect with folks across Canada. So whether you're looking to connect with a um, food processing company or a technological solution or a potential buyer or a potential partner, we can help do that. We also have a, a very well, um, very well reputed team of Innovation Advisory Council. They're um, professionals and experts in the food space from all over Canada. And that we utilize their expertise to provide advice on solutions as well. So it really is about what you're looking for. If you're looking for funding, if you're looking for connectivity, if you're looking to have a conversation with several uh, people across Canada on new ideas or new innovation projects, or you're looking to find more about what are the funding opportunities available, you're welcome to reach out to myself if you're in the Prairies region. Uh, if you're in other regions in Canada, I can connect you with uh, the regional innovation director there. And, you know, we're, we're happy to work with you to soundboard an idea and, uh, and, and, and follow it through. What would you say, Huba, is the best way to get a hold of you if, uh, if people want to follow up and, uh, you know, take a look at uh, more through the Food Innovation Network? 
Yeah, I'm very accessible. You're welcome to reach out to me on LinkedIn. You're welcome to send me an email. Uh, it's uh, Hubai, H-U-B-B-A, at cfin, C-F-I-N, dash R-C-I-A dot C-A. So um, send me an email, send me a quick uh, quick note on, on LinkedIn. And if you were to sign up for the Yodel platform, you would automatically get an email from me if you're in the Prairies region. And you're welcome to reach out uh, in response to that email for any questions that you may have that I can help you with. Great. Thanks for that. So I'm going to just shift a little bit uh, away from some of those questions. Maybe just have a few questions really about you professionally, Huba, to so people get a better idea of uh, sort of who you are and, and what you're about. What would you say are, are things that are going to be happening here uh, for you and your organization in the next five to 10 years? I know it's it's only been you know, a year. Uh, it's exciting to be part of a new organization. Do you, uh, do you have any things in your crystal ball about uh, where you see things going? Yeah, there are so many exciting things happening. So from exciting events that we'll be hosting and speaking at to uh, different types of uh, organizations that we'll be serving to different types of funding sources that we can provide them. You know, some of the things that I'm really excited about next year are promoting CFIN and supporting funding opportunities for companies in the Prairie's region. I think that it's important to support uh, the growth of those companies and our programs can help facilitate that. The other element that I'm really excited about, especially in 2023 and beyond, is around regional gaps. So developing more established regional industry connections and then understanding what industry needs are and how we can support them through joint efforts. You know, it's uh, as I mentioned this several times in this conversation, it is an exciting time for companies. And there's so many high-growth food tech companies in Prairie that CFIN can help uh, with its programs and services. So I'm really pumped about that. That's great. What would you say is the most fun part of what you do? Oh, exciting. It's the collaboration for sure. Yeah. It's the, it's the collaboration, it's the conversations, it's the supporting companies in their growth, it's the connection, um, providing connection to those companies and, and how they want to advance. And, you know, it's, it's just seeing it all come to life. There's a few projects that we funded that have actually al- already started to implement on their technology and we can see that. So that's a really exciting one. One of the companies we funded in Ontario called Gastronomous Technologies, they make basically fully automated robots uh, in the kitchen. So what they'll do is they are designing a network of connected automated cooking equipment, which tie together to create this fully autonomous commercial kitchen. And, you know, the pasta is pretty delicious, that, that turns out. (laughs) <laughs> and so to support a technology like that, it's pretty incredible. All of this is on our uh, one of our documentaries that we created on robotics and, and automation. So I'm happy to share a link with anyone who's interested. But to be very honest, I've watched this video about 12 times and I'm still super impressed with the extent to which this technology has applications. That is so cool. Uh, it's, it's awesome that you get to sample the pasta at the end. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> what do you what do you think uh 2023 looks like for you uh you and your colleagues at uh Canadian Food Innovation Network? Yeah, good times. We have some really exciting plans on the radar. So as I mentioned, our food innovation challenge and our uh, 
Innovation Booster Program and the Food Tech Next Program will be launching funding for in uh, in uh, February and beyond. So keep an eye on our website for the dates for those. So that's an exciting time as well. We have great plans for Yodel and how we can advance the, the network and connectivity. Uh, so there'll be a lot of those collaborations happening. Um, we're also in the process of uh, establishing an asset map for the food sector all over Canada. It'll have a really uh, exciting name soon um, and we'll be launching it in January. So that's an exciting time as well. There's uh, really good, uh, good plans on the horizon. We're also looking to expand on the international front a little bit, especially for those companies who are able and willing to export their products and their food innovation technologies externally. So we're now starting to connect with the international landscape to help those companies really advance their horizons. So Huba, is that sort of connecting uh, food tech and food producers to uh, the trade commissioners uh, overseas and that kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. That would be that. That would definitely be a part of that. We're also connecting with consulates from different countries that that we can kind of utilize the knowledge and the expertise and really understand what their needs are and and how we can support those needs by connecting them with local companies and helping them advance. Yeah, and I, I would imagine as well, uh, anyone that talks to you, you're going to refer them to. You know, if they're interested in export, you'll get them in touch with export development and so on and just help them kind of take advantage of uh, more opportunities they might not be aware of after they talk to you. So uh, that's that's fantastic. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with us, Huba, uh, in reference to what you're up to or uh, where you're where you're heading? Are you going on holidays? What's happening? Well, it's negative uh, 22 degrees in Calgary today, so I do want to take some time off. But, you know, it's been an exciting year. I think there's been a lot on the horizon. I, I will be spending most of my winter uh, holidays with family, just cozying up, maybe grabbing some nice soup uh, and playing some board games with family. Um, but the next year looks very exciting. So we've got uh, an in-person event happening in Ottawa on the Food Tech Next platform, where we'll be showcasing some of the great innovations that came through the Food Tech Next platform. So if you're interested or anyone who's uh, hearing this podcast is interested, you know, please please show up. It's, it's happening in February, uh, on February 16th, 2023 in Ottawa. I'm, I'll be happy to share a link to what's happening. And, uh, you know, we're excited to see people. Right now, the, the connector platform, Yodel, is, is expanding. We have over 21 in, uh, 2150 food professionals who use Yodel to find collaborators and keep informed. So we want to be able to utilize that technology to showcase food tech next even further and, and really create a, you know wider food or industry opportunities. That is so cool. And, you know, it's awesome to have technology for everybody to connect and, you know, listen to podcasts and do things on Yodel and LinkedIn and that kind of thing. But nothing really compares to meeting people one-on-one and it's so great that we're able to go go back to to that format, and uh, you know, great great excuse for people to hop on a plane and go to Ottawa so they can connect with everybody in the ecosystem. And you know, that's when you really get a lot of insight into what's happening and how you can be a part of that uh, that whole innovation network. So, I want to thank you uh, so much, Huba, for joining me on today's podcast. It's been Awesome. Really, really appreciate your time. And yeah, you're doing some exciting things there for uh, the Canadian Food Innovation Network and look forward to seeing more of it uh, as we move 
move ahead. And uh, all the best to you and, and as you go into the uh, holiday season. Thanks so much. And we'll chat with you again soon. Absolutely, Paul. It's always nice to connect with you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for joining me for the latest episode. Keep in touch. Watch for me on LinkedIn. And visit your local podcast distribution, Spotify, Apple, or whatever you use. Take care. See you soon.